Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of your favorite podcast radio show, Radical Talks with Tia Darcell. Man, how y'all doing? What's going on? What's cracking, lacking? How's the weather where y'all at? I got all kind of questions. I'm just all up in y'all business, up and through it, because I'm nosy like that. <laughs> nah, but it's because I love you guys. I have truly missed y'all. I really have. I just wanted to take some time out again, as I always do, to show gratitude and appreciation to all my fellow listeners you guys are amazing you mean the world to me i am grateful that you have decided to come along on this journey with me and i am forever indebted to you guys for your faithfulness shout out to god for putting on you guys heart to tune in so just know that tia darcell appreciates each and every one of you so look 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 i'm kind of excited about today's music selection because it is a it is a up-and-coming female artist out of the shy yeah i said it out of the shy and she actually sings and she raps but this song that we're gonna premiere today like she sent me a couple of songs and i was like oh my god this is it it's so personal it's so real and you know it's, it's positive and 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 she can sing <laughs> but without further ado I am about to get ready to premiere to you guys. This is me. That's the title of the track by Miss Deidre Norvette. Y'all, check it out. Let me know what you think. And of course, as always, I'm going to tag her in the post and the promo. Log on, social media, all my platforms is Radical Talks with Tia Darcel. Facebook, Radical Talks Tia Darcel. Instagram, Radical Talks with Tia Darcel. All of that. You're going to see her on there. Yo, show some love. Let's go. I'm an open book, can't read the story, yeah, about a shy town chicks are vulnerable and scary, yeah, I never had that many friends, had some running with the memes, always been alone, I had some trouble meeting ends, but this is me. Solitary reflection in the mirror got me looking transparently. Solitary reflection in the mirror got me looking transparent. 
something on that made me want to dance or shout, man. I like that song. Yo, shout out to DJ for allowing me the opportunity to play the song on our show. Our meaning, me and you guys, we're a team, right? <laughs> Radical Talks with Tia Darcel, and I really appreciate you. You know, I love the song. I love the message. I love the transparency. You putting your all into the music, I can tell, yo. So when I tag her, y'all make sure y'all go follow her and show her some love. And that's just the bottom line. So what's good, everybody? How y'all doing? Of course, I already asked that, but y'all know I'm going to ask it again because I really care. So don't get mad at me because ain't nobody else out here asking you how your day going. <laughs> But nah, seriously, today I want to start off the podcast, the show. Normally I say a prayer, and we're um I wanted to do something a little different this time around. I wanted to just make some declarations over you guys, over your lives, um, because I really feel in my spirit that it's necessary to speak life and to speak positive things and to speak over people. You know, people some people don't understand how important they are, how blessed they are, how amazing they are, and how gifted they are. You get what I'm saying? So it's only right for those of us who are in tune with who we are to God and who God is to us to spread that love, you know, and it kind of touches on what today's topic is. It's about love. Love is what it does. You feel me? Love is what it does. So yeah, my, my declaration today is that I declare and I decree that it is God's will that you will live your life in an abundant and extraordinary way. I declare and I decree that you will have all of the following, a good life, an abundant life, an extraordinary life, a productive life, a successful life, a happy life, a fruitful life, a healthy life filled with love, opportunities, and the extravagance of God's love. It is so and so it is in the master's name of Jesus Christ. We pray. Amen. God told us to speak things that be not as if they were. So if you currently aren't experiencing or feeling those things, continue to declare those things over yourself each and every day. It'll lighten up your load. It'll lighten up your burden because you are now declaring what the word of God says about you. You are now speaking positivity over your life. Life. You are now tuning in to become that individual that God had in mind all along. So share this with somebody, you know, show, show some love today because the world would be a better place if we knew how to love. And if, if we actually took the chance to love people the way God says that we are supposed to love them. Right. So I got, of course, (laughs) a scripture. It's only one and it's coming from first John, the fourth chapter in the 18th verse. It says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love cast out fear because fear involves torment but he who fears has not been made perfect in love and that's going to be the new king james version right there so all you bible scholars um that's the new new king james version and i just want to get my take on it and just what love means to me the difference as to what love meant before i found christ and took my relationship seriously and actually fell in love and now what it actually means and not just any particular type of relationship i'm talking about platonic love i'm talking about friendship i'm talking about relationship marital love family love all of the above it all boils down to the same concepts you just have to be able to apply them in the different scenarios you know and base them off of the roles that those people play in our lives and love give love goes a long way you know, and if, if you don't know nothing else by listening to me every week, and if you're new listening to me, shout out to you. I greatly appreciate it. However, I tell you guys every single week, the greatest two commandments is to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your mind, and with all of your soul, 
and to love your neighbor as yourself. So you mean to tell me that the greatest two commandments both involve love, but yet we live in a world that doesn't, doesn't, doesn't teach us how to properly love each other. It doesn't teach us how to love each other the way the word says to love each other. The love, the word says to love your neighbor as yourself. And I, I say this all the time as well. Like your neighbor is anybody. Your neighbor is your spouse. Your neighbor is your kids. Your neighbor is literally your neighbor, your coworkers, your associates, your friends, just anybody that you come in contact with on a day-to-day life. A neighbor could be a rich person, a poor person, you know, a person that's at their highest peak of, of their life, you know, at their business, or it could be someone that's just starting out getting it out the mud. However, it doesn't matter the position that those people are at in life. It's all about you being obedient and loving them the way God says to love them. That's going to make a difference. And that's what's going to get us far in life. And that's how we're going to take back over the kingdom, you know, because right now it's a lot of evil. It's a lot of darkness out here and being spewed in this world, being spewed in this music, being spewed in, in the TV shows and the movies and everything. And the world has programmed us to think that these things are okay to watch or okay to listen to. But when in reality, guarding your eye gate, your ear gate is very important. Because what you feed, of course, is going to grow. And you got to be mindful of those things because a lot of the stuff that we actually watch, it doesn't it doesn't promote love. Half of it doesn't even promote positivity. And, you know, if it, if it doesn't apply to you, then just let it fly. This is just, you know, me talking to you guys about real-life observations that I see, that I've, I've encountered, and situations that I've actually been in myself. Like, my favorite TV show a while back, a few years back, used to be Scandal. Real talk, like, I love Scandal, like, my life depending on it. <laughs> I can't even lie to you. And then after scandal, it went to um, Empire and then it went to Power, you know, and all these other things. And yeah, don't get me wrong. The And I say the world because this is real life. A lot of the people don't want to open their mouth and speak on it. But it's a fact. It's true. These these TV shows and these movies aside from that, these are not direct representations of, of what God says that we need to fill our minds with and fill our hearts with. These aren't things that's going to teach us how to love. And for one after scandal finally went off it's like the holy spirit convicted me it was like okay you do realize that your favorite show is about a married man cheating on his wife with <laughs> with a different woman and that's the whole theme of the show and then it's so bad it's to the point that the wife knows about it and then the whole world finds out about it you know what i'm saying it's like come on man it's crazy it's so scandalous it was a perfect name but it's just like come on y'all at what point at what point are we going to take it serious? That's why we got to take our place, man. Like my boy, shout out to DeMore and Affirm Clothing Line. It's like, what is it? Uh, stand up and take your take your place, you know, fix your crown. Uh, because I, I say that because if we had uh, Christians, stand up Christians, radical Christians, you know what I'm saying? If we had like, like, like the Pauls and the Silas's right now in those type of fields, like the producers and the writers and, you know, the people that's controlling the script and the approval at the approval level. And we saying, nah, I'm going to start a Christian based, uh, production company. I'm going to start a Christian based, uh, music label. I'm only going to promote positivity and you actually grind and you put, and you get a backing in that area. We can take over the industry. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Tyler Perry. Like he's doing amazing at what he's doing. And I was all for Tyler Perry. I still have absolutely nothing against Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry grind is immaculate and he got it out the mud. He does have a lot of Christian based principles. I got to give it to him, but it's a lot of stuff that he does and that he airs. And it's just like, okay, now, I understand that this is entertainment, but would you, you really think God, this is what God wants people to see? You know, that's why I respect Devon Franklin so, so much. Um, shout out to him and his wife, uh, Megan Good. That's because he's like, I'm not, I'm not pushing nothing that ain't kingdom, period. 
I got a book of his, you know what I'm saying? I'm reading it. I got two. The wait, I'm going to read it. Though. I got to get, can I, I got to get into a relationship first, y'all. <laughs> but yeah, I've got to, I'm going to, I read a book of his and he says he doesn't even work on Sundays. He literally had just started his uh job before he got his own production company. And he was afraid at first. He was like, nah, I got to tell them like, I can't work on Sunday. Sunday is the Lord's day. I'm not doing it. And then I'm not pushing no, 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 no information, not, no shows, no scripts, no movies, no nothing. If it's not pursuing or not giving off the message that I know God would intend for it to be like. So this is the entertainment world that we living in, but we got to operate out of a place of love. You don't judge these people based on their choices. You don't judge these people based on their lifestyle. Anybody, you just got to show love. You got to love people from where they're at because that's what God did to you. I noticed what he did to me. You know, when I was out here in this world, when I was doing what I thought was living my best life, you know, God still had his hand on me and God still loved me, but I didn't understand the depths of his love. You get what I'm saying? But now it's on a whole nother level. Like I be feeling like God is just showing up and showing out in my life. And it's not even about the things that he does. It's just like he comforts me in my time of need. It's so many things that could really crush my feelings or that can crush my heart, you know, based on life decision, choices that I've made, relationships that are failing or relationships that have failed, you know, bonds that have been broken, all of the above. But it's like, man, and when you love on God genuinely and you understand and accept the fact that God loves you unconditionally and that he, and that he will always lead the 99 to come get you, you start moving a little different out here because you understand that trouble don't last our way, you know, and that the word of God says that this too shall pass. But all the while, while everything is going on, you still got to have faith. You still got to understand that God loves me. God has his hands on me. But this same love that God has given me is the same love that I'm supposed to give to God's people. I'm going to put myself out here real quick and be transparent. I've always been a nice person. I have always cared for the people in my circle, the people that I care about. And I'm, 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 I'm fairly nice to the people that I meet. Um, and back, this is the old me now, back in the day. Now you come across wrong to me. Like I'm spazzing, like, what's up? You can get the one. I mean, do I need to go get the strap? Like I'm ready to do something. You get what I'm saying? Like it's, it take one. It, it used to take, thank you. Holy spirit. It used to take one quick word that was wrong or incorrect for me to have something to say for me to snap back. And that's just being honest because I didn't have a genuine love for God's people then. You know what I'm saying? I love people if I could just be honest. But at the same time, I didn't know how I should really treat people, even if they mistreat me, because I didn't have it all figured out. And I still don't now, but I knew, I do understand the concept now of how to love God's people. Like no matter what somebody does and God is so hard, my God, it is so hard when somebody hurts you or when somebody angers you, but see, then you got to remember those are your emotions and emotions would run you rapid every time. Emotions are unstable. You get what I'm saying? They, they, they in their soul and the soul is what the enemy toys with. The soul is made up of your mind, your will, and your emotions. And that's the devil's playground. That's what he tried to get to say but see that's why you got to renew your mind each and every day all day you can't just do it one time and think everything is gonna be okay that's just like once you get delivered don't think just because you got delivered and you had a deliverance deliverance ceremony um you good no you gotta maintain that deliverance trust me like i have to do that every single day still to this day you know what i'm saying I, and, and if you're new to follow me you might not know my testimony but i was in a lesbian lifestyle for 15 years and i got and i have been delivered from that shout out to god i'm i'm forever grateful for the fact that he waited on me and that he did deliver me 
but I had to maintain that deliverance, of course, with his help and seeking his face and asking him for constant wisdom, mercy, you know, understanding and guidance and all of the above. But it took for me to accept. Yeah, I was dirty. I was filthy clean. There, I mean, filthy, not clean. There's absolutely nothing that I could ever do to deserve the love that God is showing me right now. So if I was so dirty, you know what I'm saying? When I was lost out here in the world and God did this for me and I'm supposed to be a Christ ambassador, I'm supposed to be a Christ representative while I'm down here on this earth, then why would I not give somebody else that same hand that God gave me? Why would I not reach out to my fellow man and love them, even in the midst of their adversity, even in the midst of the things that they're going through? People could just be having bad days. You never know what's going on. And I used to turn up, like, at the drive-thru. You, I mean, ask my daughter. Anybody that know me, like, come on, I'm, I was I was in um, fast food for years, from crew member to shift leader to management. Like, majority of my work life, aside from recently, was in that fast food field. So I knew how to do customer service. Plus, I'm a communications major, so I know how to talk to people. You get what I'm saying? So if I get to the window and I get to the speaker and you got attitude, oh, I got attitude, oh, you having a bad day, y'all? I used to tell them people, like, what's up, you good? You didn't want to come to work today, did you? That's out of line, man. How about you get them something like, say, hey, I... I you may not be having a bad day, but I just want to let you know that God loves you and that at your day will get better. Now I'm on a different level. I understand the concept of loving people, you know, because you never know what somebody's going through. And people have done that to me. Just like paying it forward. Like you really do that. You got to do that. And, and that just ticks the devil off. Like out of nowhere, you just decide if you can afford it. Oh, let me, hey, how much is a person's meal behind me? Like, like my friend did that the other day. We was on the phone and she was like, okay, the devil trying her. You know what? Let her bless somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Just because God is good and God is faithful, even in the midst of this chaos that the devil trying to throw my way. How much is the people food behind me? I'm going to go ahead and take care of that too. I'm like, okay, shout out to God. You showing up and showing out. You don't even realize it, but that's going to come back to you 30, 60, 100 fold because you just really did that out of kindness of your heart. You could have stayed mad. You could have let the situation that was going on irritated you, but now you're growing in God and you have a genuine relationship and you got a care and a concern and a type of love for God's people. You know, but you got to be open to shifting your, your, um, the impression that you have of God's people. You know what I'm saying? You got to be willing to unlearn what the world has taught you. Unlearn a lot of the times what our parents teach us. Unlearn what your grandparents teach us. All that good stuff. Like y'all know we, I'm, I'm super guilty of it when my daughter was growing up, but, um, like, you know, when somebody hit your kid, Hey, <laughs> you hit them back <laughs> period. I ain't no going to tell the teacher. Nah, 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 nah. Don't tell the teacher. <laughs> now I'm not condoning no type of bullying. I definitely stand up against bullying. That is not nice. That is not incorrect. That is not correct. And it's not of God. It's not fair. We should definitely teach our kids proper behavior when they're in the school. You know what I'm saying? You got to teach them how to love. See, it all come back to love. You got to teach them how to love their classmates, how to respect their teachers. But see, if we weren't taught to properly love, how are we ever going to instill that into the next generation? That's why I believe that this generation now, and, and if you're a part of this generation, you're breathing, you're listening to this podcast, stand up. You got to stand up and start teaching the right things. It's not okay to be a silent Christian just because you've been a Christian for 20, 30 years. Like if you're not out here doing what thus said the Lord, you got to move on out the way and let the people that's standing up, that's willing to say what does said the Lord to anybody in the right way out of love out of kindness you know what i'm saying Repro approaches everything no i'm not saying spaz on anybody absolutely not but the word of god said if you see your if you see your brother doing wrong you let him know 
But you let them know out of a place of love. You don't go out there and you try to chastise them and all that other type of stuff. Read your Bible. It'll bless you. You know, because we have to love each other because the way God loves us, it's only right. Once you really get God's love, you know what I'm saying? I don't care whether you're into the church, whether you're not into the church, whether you're still into the world. When you have that encounter with God, y'all, I just get so excited. But real talk, when you have that encounter with God, it feels so good. It feels like a love you never felt before. It feels like every broken place every cracked mirror that you've ever had has just now fully recovered in an instance and for those that don't know when I reference cracked mirror it's like brokenness I spoke about it a while back but like I read a book by Pastor Torre Roberts and it's called whole it's called wholeness and um excuse me, that book was just referencing the cracked mirrors that our mirrors get cracked growing up. Like our parents, um, not believing in us, not motivating us, not speaking life into us, bad relationships, sexual abuse, molestation, um, spousal abuse, domestic, um, abuse, like all kinds of things like low self-esteem, anxiety, depression, suicidal attempts, you know, those, those, all of those, we don't even understand what it really is. All of those spirits, those demonic spirits that really try to take us out. You get what I'm saying? Because that's really what it boils down to. That's the enemy trying to take you out before you can fulfill your purpose. He tries to attack us. He tries to attack us while we're young and vulnerable and weak. You get what I'm saying? That's why a lot of us, he meant to try to take us out in the womb. He probably had already got a glimpse of what God had in store for us. You know what I'm saying? But God, I never in my life would have imagined that I'd be talking to you guys today on multiple platforms. You know what I'm saying? Making this happen. Shout out to the way today radio.com. Shout out to jam. OKC 86. Like I appreciate all of you guys. And, and, and it's nobody but God, because I only want to be, be involved with positivity i only want to be involved with things that are surrounded by god's word and what thus saved the lord so you know this these opportunities i'm appreciative of them and i and i gotta show love to the people that gave me the opportunities so aside from that we gotta understand that the devil been wanted to take you out you know what i'm saying the devil don't want us to be nice to one another the devil loves that crab in a barrel mentality the devil loves the fact that you got christian out here fake kicking it in the church but doing one thing behind closed doors you got preachers in the pulpit first lady like everybody it's not no particular person like we like to try to throw the blame on the preachers and everything and i even had to get convicted because i had a little i had a little uh haterism in my body i had a little ill feeling toward john gray but he's still a human he a man we all make mistakes i had to think about it okay Tia, what have you done that god has forgiven you from and first of all who are you to to hold a grudge against this man you know what i'm saying he don't he shouldn't represent the kingdom but the devil is a lie you know what i'm saying I, that 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 that's gone that dissipated you know because god is greater than any mistake god is greater than any setback or any downfall none of us is perfect that's why we still have time to get it right now you know what I'm saying? Because you you can't just keep waiting and putting God on hold. Like, look where we at. I, I heard Bishop T.D. Jake say the other day, he said, if you put revelations next to a newspaper article, it's pretty much identical with just different wording. We are living in the last times, man, the last and evil days. And it's not nobody assuming. It's not nobody trying to predict the future. If you read your Bible, if you know anything about the Bible and what happened, you'll be able to put two and two together. And it already says no man knows the day or the hour when God is coming back. So what, and what he coming back for though, y'all, he coming back for a church without spots or wrinkles. And guess who's responsible for his church while they down here on this earth? Us. We are, we are the church. That's what we here for to represent Christ, to be the ambassadors, to be and, and do 
what he said in his word. You know what I'm saying? We are the feet and the hands of the Christ. We are the body of the Christ. Your body is a temple. All of that good stuff. But if we don't know how to love people, if we don't know how to uplift people, if we don't know how to truly treat people the way that God says to treat people, we're going to constantly go down. And that's what the enemy wants. The enemy want to see us discombobulated. He want to see us hating on each other. He want to see us not trying to get nobody to trade secrets on how to come up, how to start a business. That's what he want. You know what I'm saying? But if you see somebody and you can help them, yeah, seek wisdom, seek counsel from God. When I say seek wisdom, you ask God for the wisdom. You ask God for the counsel. You know what I'm saying? You ask God to place the people in your life that are attached to the anointing and favor of God that's on your life so you can love on the people and, and give them everything that God placed inside of you to give them. And you got to give freely. Not It's not just about your finances, but come on now. How can a man rob God? Tithe and offering. We got to do that too. You Never once did I ever believe that if you don't pay your tithes and offering you going to hell that's a lie that's i don't believe that this is me but what i do feel like it is uh, it's in the word how can a man rob god like preachers don't make that up <laughs> like and if you a christian out here and you don't understand what the tithe is and what the purpose of the offering is and how that reflects to god and how that can be robbing god then you really got to sit down and evaluate you shouldn't be out here you know what i'm saying speaking ill of that concept because it's in the bible it's part of solid bible doctrine it's in the word you know, so don't be out here gassing up unbelievers talking about it. And once you give your tithes and your offering up, that's it. It's out of your hands. You've did what you've done, what God told you to do. So you shouldn't have to put your mouth on nobody preacher either. You know, we got to sometimes you got to be quiet and get the spirit of the hush and don't put your mouth on everything. You got to let God be God. It all ties in together because God is in control. God is the creator. God knows what's going to happen in this world. You got to take that kind of stuff into consideration because all you can control in life is how you respond to life. And nine times out of 10, the ones who you love the most, those can be those same people that can hurt you the most. But guess what you got to do? You got to love them anyway. Sometimes you got to love them from a distance. You get what I'm saying? Because you got to surround yourself with people. And it's sad, you know what I'm saying, that it, it is this way because we lose a lot of friendships or what if we want to call them friendships because we like to hold on people, hold on to people because of the time that we spent with them, the years that we've known them. You know what I'm saying? The one time I called them and, and I needed $100 or I needed, I needed $500 and they gave it to me. But you know what I'm saying? The reality of the situation, just because somebody was there for you, does not make them a friend. You got to look at what the definition of what a friend is, in all honesty now, because a friend is somebody that's uh, helping catapult you to your next. A friend is somebody that's, that, that is pouring into you. A friend is somebody that that is really genuinely equally balancing you out because they want to see you at your best. They want to see you maximize everything that God has placed inside of you. But you got to be strategic when you're choosing these friendships. You can't just put people in positions and, and, and give them the opportunity to uh, reign uh, incorrectly in that spot. You know, and it hurts, you know, because I'm telling y'all, I'm reading that book. I told y'all last week, Dr. Darius Daniels, Relational Intelligence, and he is really opening my eyes to so many different things. And that doesn't mean you love a person any less because that actually gives you the opportunity to love them more because you got to love them in their lane. You get what I'm saying? And and it doesn't mean, oh my God, I, I don't, I don't hold on and I don't cherish the times that we spent together. Nah, man. Cause see the enemy going to come in and he going to try to taint that. Oh, now you doing this. You better than me. Oh, now you ain't really got the kind of time. Oh, now you don't want to rock with me. Nah, sweetheart. We just going in two different directions. You get what I'm saying? And if you respect me and where I'm going, and if I respect you and where you going, we got to understand that because real love shows. 
You know what I mean? You can really tell genuine love and kindness. And that's what I'm learning to do concerning God's people. God is very peculiar about his people. He does not play about his people, you know? And I don't care if it, if this is a person that's doing their dirt right now. I don't care if it's a person that comes off as if they are perfect. You got to love them just the same. When I say love them the same, but you also got to love them according to their roles in your life. You know, you can't get so emotionally attached to somebody that's not your friend. That that's going to cause unnecessary strife because they're not you you're trying to attach them to a role that they're not even in. They don't even know how to feel those shoes. And you got to be a friend if you're trying to, you know what I'm saying, attract like-minded individuals. You can't be out here fake kicking it and want a friend, but you can't even fulfill the shoes of a friend yourself. So this is not one-sided. This goes both ways, and, and I have to check myself all the time. So there's nothing that I tell you guys that I'm not doing myself. There's nothing that I'm trying to conquer myself. I'm really trying to learn. I'm really trying to mold myself with the help of God, and he's leading the way to become the best version of myself that I could possibly be. But I know I can't do that if I don't love God first and love my neighbors which is all of you so i'm gonna always spread love i'm gonna always spread positivity because i want to give you guys everything that god has given me so that you can be the best versions of yourself that you could possibly be and i want to be able to feel like that i haven't i'm leaving an impact i heard bishop jake say the other day it's about impact i don't want to just sound good talking to y'all you feel me i don't want to just sound like oh she on the radio now she just want to spew something out about god see the devil is a lie it's gene when i love god period there's nothing that could ever change that I love God way before the show. <laughs> and I'm gonna love God to the day that I die. I'll say it, I'll say it with every breath of my body. For God I live and for God I die, but I genuinely love y'all. That's why I'm willing to pour out so much into what I'm doing. That's why I'm willing to put my all into it. That's why I'm not willing to let myself slide back into my old ways. I can't do it. I can't look at people the way I used to look at people because that's not how God would. I can't treat people the way I used to treat it because God says otherwise. God told me that I am chosen. I'm a part of royal priesthood. God told me that I am his beloved daughter. He said that he would never leave me or forsake me. You know what I'm saying? But that's because he's providing for me. He's given the provision because I have decided that he is the Lord of my life. You know, I want to be saved. So it's not a better time than now. If you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, if you've never taken that step, it's never too late. You can do that now. It don't take a fancy church. It don't take you standing in front of the pastor or the congregation. Like right now, we quarantining anyway. A lot of please, a lot of places are. Just let God know. Be vulnerable to God. Cry to God. Show him love. Show him genuine love because love is what it does. I'm trying to tell you. But y'all already know my slogan, man. I love y'all. The right way, the wrong way, the long way, the strong way. And you just tuned in to a brand new episode of Radical Talks with Tia Darcell. Hand them out.